What's up, y'all? It's Daniel Yershumalier, and this is Fresh Kicks for Saturday, January 22nd, 2022. Back in September of 2021, I was able to interview Patrick Dempsey, aka Sneaker Grandpa, on the interview series on my YouTube channel entitled Let's Kick It. He talks about his nickname, he talks about what he thinks about Grails, Travis Scott's, and yes, the Nike Air Jordan 11 Cool Grey. And if you've already seen this episode on my YouTube channel, The Chumalier, then this is pretty much just a re-upload. Like I mentioned, for the first few Saturdays, I'm going to be re-uploading the Let's Kick It episodes in case you weren't able to catch them or thought maybe they're just better off listening to on a podcast. But if you'd like to see what he looks like and see the kind of shoes we're discussing, you can go ahead and go to the Shoemalier YouTube channel, type in Let's Kick It Sneaker Grandpa, and you can watch and learn from this shoe celebrity here in Austin, Texas. So enjoy this episode of Let's Kick It on Fresh Kicks, and we'll see you on Tuesday the 25th, where we're going to talk about NFTs and the metaverse. That's the way theirs goes. Ours goes ding, 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 That little bitty chain. It's not the same. Now, this week's guest may very well be the biggest shoe celebrity in the greater Austin, Texas area. He is the proud husband and father to the OG influencers. He has over 16,000 followers on Instagram, iPhone only, and is a certified model having appeared in Father's Day ads for Saucony. And his episode of Sneak Peek with George Teal III has been viewed over half a million times. Everyone give it up for Sneaker Grandpa. Yay, applause. And oh, oh, there we go, there we go, we did it. You made it to the governor's mansion. I did. We have a penthouse here. Um, Regardless of one's political beliefs, they let us rent out the media room. So thank you. Uh, I guess you passed the background for the security check. I did. I lied, but I'm good. Yeah, I mean, they they make fake IDs so easy now. Yeah. Um, What is the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. Mm, That sounds good. I'll have that. Um, as everyone does in the world, they want to know what we are wearing, what's our shoe du jour, what's on our feet today. So, so surprise us, uh, Mr. Uh, Grandpa. Uh, surprisingly, I'm wearing some Reeboks. It is the Club C, a go-to pair for me. Uh, this one actually is a mid. Mm. Uh, they recently released these in a the white and green kind of vintage, along with the uh, white and kind of royal color. But it's just got this little bit of extra collar here. Uh, from what I understand, this was based on a, that maybe the Club C wasn't available in the UK, so they kind of came up with their own thing, and this Mm -hmm. was a variation of it. The midsole, from what I saw, the original was slightly different. I would have loved to see it. It had this kind of green notch right here. But anyway, uh, yeah, not surprised I'm wearing Reeboks, and, uh, you know, I don't always have to feel like I need to show out. Like, that's... That's a sign of of confidence right there. What I'm wearing. This is what I wear. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good. And as you (laughs) saw earlier in your honor, the uh, ASAP Nast uh, Classic Leather Legacy. Very nice. Uh, Nice shoe. I think so, too. And my first review was awful of this not particular colorway, but I hated on it. Yeah. And then I wore it and I was like, wait a minute. This is actually a really good shoe. And it's quite affordable. I mean, say affordable. 
eighty dollars in yeah. today's U.S. American. Yeah. Um, so it's a catch good it shoot. on sale even better. Dude, they're, they're like code. sixty bucks right yeah. now on Reeboks. You can yeah. get a you can get a, a good deal on a classic yeah. leather legacy Reebok. People shoe. ask me, what does it what does it fit like compared to this or compared to a classic? It's a totally different shoe. Like this is not just because it has classic leather in the name. It's <laughs> like there's no similarities. It's it's right. a different fit and. The midsole is, I love that really tall, aggressive yes. midsole is, that's for me, yeah. So why don't we find out a little bit about you today? <clears throat> really big shoe. No, no, I can do it better. Really big shoe, really big. Now your, your screen name is Sneaker Grandpa. Your real name is? Patrick Dempsey. N wait, wait a minute, that, isn't there an actor by the name yeah, of that? Yeah, I was, He's... I'm pretty sure I was around for him. When I was a kid, <laughs> here we go already. <laughs> when I was younger, he was Can't Buy Me Love. Uh -huh. He was the nerdy guy. That's right. And then suddenly he had this rebirth where he's McDreamy and all these uh -huh. things. And so I, I was steady throughout. He kind of came up and went back down. I was there the whole time. So mm -hmm. you were you were straight. It, I have to say it does maybe help sometimes when I call to a restaurant and make a reservation or, you know. I like that you're saying there, yeah. I'm not and incidentally my my sister-in-law is named Emily Blunt. So if we say <laughs> Patrick Dempsey and Emily Blunt are coming to dinner, then Boom, we're in. And then we shoe up and go, they go, well, this is not what we were thinking. Oh, wow. so, they yeah. didn't ask. They didn't ask. Yeah, he, <laughs> you, you could have been the love doctor of Beverly Hills. That's true. The lover boy. The lover boy. One of, my, one of my favorite ones. Now, you have talked about in your videos your OG influencers who are your daughters, but you are not, in fact, a grandpa. I'm not. Can you talk about the, uh, the creation of said name? <laughs> I'm 47 years old. It's young. And I have two uh, young daughters. They're 13 and 10. The whole sneaker, I mean, obviously the beard, you know, it's natural. I actually had someone ask me one time, do you diet like that? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. It's the trend. This is, just, this is just nature. So, yeah, so back in the day, probably nine or 10 years ago, there were actually some penny auction sites not quibids or any of those, but penny auction oh. sites that focused on sneakers. I did pretty well on those. They'd have, some of them would have like one or two a night and I'd get up there and I'd just bid and you know, I had enough knowledge of what to do to know that I couldn't just spend $5 and expect to win, Yeah. but the return was there. So anyway, one night I won some big pair. I think it was actually the, like the Galaxy Foams or one of those. Mm -hmm. And it ended oh, up yeah. being that a friend of mine couldn't be on that night to bid, so he asked me to bid for him. So I won them for him and ended up selling them to re for re for retail. And so one of the one of the sites posted a tweet and at me to say congratulations on winning the sneakers. And so some kid, and it was obviously a kid, <laughs> replied back, As "Enjoy the sneakers, Grandpa." And so I just kind of laughed about it and figured, well, instead of getting mad about this, I'm just I'm just going to go with it. And so a bunch of friends of mine and I laughed about it. And so almost right away, I started uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all around Sneaker Grandpa. And what made it fun for me was that all the pictures, it was all about the sneakers. I never showed my face or revealed who I was, except to people that I knew. Yeah, sure. Like the guys at the shop, at the sneaker shop. They kind of just created this cool deal of, you know, just is this really a grandpa and he's wearing these sneakers? Um, and really that went until uh, the nice kick sneak peek was kind of the first time where it was sort of like, okay, here's, here's who they are. Do you remember the shoe that started it all for you, your, your love of shoes or what, what ignited your passion for the sneakers? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it seems cliche to say, but definitely the Jordan 1. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, in, in 1985, 86, as a kid, 
the Bulls had this young kid out of North Carolina who was just amazing, and he wore these cool shoes, and you know the the red, white, and black Bulls colorway, Chicago colorway, whatever we have to call it, you know, came out, and that was just like the shoe that we just kind of had to have. Now uh, you you are the sneaker grandpa. You're a big hit on Instagram, but you used to have a YouTube channel, and you have the banner. It's still up. It says uh, finally something different. And you talked about the OG sneaker influencers. Can you rem- can you remember back in the day why, <laughs> why you did all that the way you did it? The finally something different was really, I just took a picture of my closet that I'd posted and kind of edited it and just messed around. And I was just thinking, you know, at that time, and I don't know if it's as much different then that it is now, that there's not a lot of originality on YouTube that I was seeing, which is why I appreciate a show like this because it is something different. It's a different approach. It's, um, you know, hopefully something people can relate to, a discussion rather than let me sit here and tell you why you do or don't want these because in the end, I don't really care. I don't really (laughs) care about somebody's review. It's not going to influence whether I buy the shoe or not. I'm going to get it or I'm not, but whether Joe Blow with 11,000 subscribers who got sent the pair for free is gonna tell me they're the best thing. Right. I don't really care. That was the idea. And then the OG influencers was just kind of reaction to, to me, if you call yourself an influencer, then you've already lost. Like, that's just one of those things that, I don't know, you, you shouldn't do it. And the same with OG, like if you have to call yourself that, then you probably aren't. Right. Yeah. So it was just kind of a joke with my daughters. And at the time I just, they wanted to be on YouTube so bad, especially my younger daughter, because they watch all these toy opening videos and makeup tutorials that it was kind of a compromise to say, okay, we can be on here, but you need to be behind the camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can hear your voice. So it just, it, it, it went okay. It wasn't great. I mean, I, it just kind of started as a joke anyway of just something to do. It gave us, the three of us, something to do together. But eventually, you know, they'd start fighting about who was on which side behind the camera and... One or the other one didn't feel like doing it today, so we've kind of just let it go by the wayside. And it just, it didn't really, I don't want to say it didn't take off, but you know, I just, I didn't have the time or the inclination to sit there and edit it. So they kind of went on for too long and kind of became redundant and kind of became part of what I didn't like about YouTube to begin with, so. Sure. Now, anyone who follows you knows you like, you like Saucony, you like New Balance, um, you like Reebok. Reebok has had an interesting journey um, over the last number of years, uh, back when we were growing up, Reebok, Reebok was king for a while. Like it, yeah. it wasn't Nike versus Adidas. It was Reebok and then everyone else, right? Yeah. And then things have changed. Adidas bought Reebok and now Adidas recently just sold Reebok to, uh, what is it? Uh, Authentic Brands, right. who owns Brook Brothers and Forever 21 and Sports Illustrated. What, what are your thoughts on this recent journey of Reebok? And is this good? Is this not good? What, what, what are your, lay it on us. I don't know that it can get any worse. I'm sure, I'm sure it can, but just the whole acquisition with Adidas to begin with was almost doomed to fail because right. this idea that you can buy a competitor and both thrive and compete in the same space was just, you know, I don't know who, who thinks that. If you're not going to just combine and become one, right. then okay, but you've got this legacy of Reebok. But, you know, almost from the beginning, it was kind of, okay, you guys are going to do this over here. You're going to be over here. No, you don't do that because we're competing in the current release mm-hmm. category and we're competing in the retro release category so yeah why are we going to do that and so you know i mean i talk to enough people and i know that it's just it's made everybody's job difficult and it's sort of like i said just doomed to fail from the beginning so 
I say it, it can't be much worse. It could be, you know, obviously. I want them to succeed and I want it to go well, but I also want to have access to the pairs that I like when I want them. So we'll see. I don't know. Now, on that video you talked about with George Teal III, Sneak Peek, produced by Nice Kicks back in the day, one of your points of pride was all the collabs you had. Um, New Balance collabs, Reebok collabs, Saucony collabs. And you talked about how at the time you thought that the collabs were the higher quality shoe because the general releases weren't as high quality, though they were releasing so many collabs, the quality dipped down. Right now we're seeing a, a resurgence of collabs, but it's very different than what it was five, six years ago. Now it's the Cardi B collab, the, the Beyonce collab. They're not really collabs. So what are, what are your thoughts on the old collabs versus the new collabs and just the quality itself? First of all, as far as quality goes, I think that a lot of the brands have caught up with their inline releases to being higher quality and be able to do that. You know, if you look at New Balance or Saucony or some others like that, they are upping the game. I mean, especially with, with New Balance with their the 900 series for whatever you want, 990 up all the way up. I mean, those are just as good, if not better than a lot of collabs you can get. Saucony has been doing some amazing stuff. And again, an affordable price point for what they are and concentrated on you know, going back to Reebok, like, let's find what we do well in these models and really perfect them rather than just kind of shotgunning it out there. Yeah. Also, I think back at that time, the majority of the people doing collaborations were shops. So, you know, it'd be a shop that you might have a connection with, whether it was Hannon or Foot Patrol, Bodega Concepts, Bait, whoever it was, Nice Kicks. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of had this connection. You kind of had this timeline of maybe storytelling yeah. where they might do something that ties back to the previous one. Now, so much of what's happening are artists and designers and, you know, whoever it is that like, I don't know this person, I have no connection to them. So I, you know, I don't know. I'm sure Joe Fresh Goods, you know, is a cool guy and he does great. And I think he's doing cool, like by tying it back to Chicago and doing all that. But I don't really, I mean, for one, they're, they're not accessible unless, you know, you know, someone at a shop that's got them or you can hit online. So there's almost a point where why should I even be interested because I don't have a chance to get them anyway. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just kind of where I am on that. All right. So we're going to do what I like to call the sneaker report. It's, um, it's a very exclusive. No one's ever done it before. We're going to talk about <laughs> the sneaker news of the week. Why does the last guy chug out of a shoe? It's no shoe! It's just boots! Travis Scott, your favorite rapper. Yeah. The Nike Air Max One Baroque Brown. Do you have any thoughts on that shoe? It looks interesting, but I mean, you know, I might grab it, but I'm not, I'm not waiting for it. I'm not holding my breath. We talked about earlier, I, I feel like there are certain shoes that are, this is to collect, and mm -hmm. there are a lot of shoes that have become commodities. Yeah. And to me, the Travis Scott, in a lot of ways, is a commodity now. It's something to get, Yep. so you can post it on your feed. Not on your feet, but sitting on a box. So you can tell everybody, look, I got it. Yeah. And then put it back in the box and put it on StockX or eBay or Goat or whatever, and it's gone. Cash out, you're done. That's not even a criticism. That's just like an observation that's because yeah. that's just where we are. And I'm not even saying I'm above that because if I can hit on something that I can sure. cash in, 
then we're probably all buy four pairs of what I really want to wear. Exactly. But if exactly. not, I'm not losing any sleep. I'm not going to post on Instagram how I how upset you took are. the L and oh, forget sneakers app, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for that. Maybe something you do have time for the Levi's and New Balance 990 V3. They have two colorways. There's the one in the blue and there's the one in the gray. Yeah. You like these and which one do you like better? Yeah, I mean, I like them. I, I've got enough pairs of New Balance. Again, they're, they're probably going to sell out or be hard to get. Yeah. So do I need to, do either of them capture my attention enough to where I need to spend the time? Probably not. All right. The Air Jordan 1 Dark Blue. I mean, it's like a kind of mix up of a Royal one. Yeah. I mean, I have the Royal ones, so I don't, I don't need those. So why do you need? I them? mean, if I get them, I'll get you know, I'll probably grab them. But sure, sure. Um, but you're not. I'm not. Sleep. I'm not losing sleep over those. Man. No. Well, you already mentioned you don't. You not not that you don't like this person, but you don't care. The Joe Fresh Goods New Balance 990 V3 no, outside. No, I, I like them. I mean, oh. they're cool. I'm actually trying to so this is find one. somewhere someone that can help me get okay. that pair. A size nine um, and a half, right? Yeah, it's cool. It's nice. But again, if I don't get them. On to the next one. There's going to be ten more releases next week. That's that is correct. That's not. Yeah. A, that's not. No, a, I think they're cool. That's not hyperbole. I mean, and then the Prince in Reebok Club C releasing four different colorways. I like those a lot. I actually saw they had. I, I had never been to uh, sneaker politics here in Austin until yeah. uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. Oh. And they incidentally had the white and the yellow pair like in a case. Oh yeah. Um, I think they're cool. Actually, the all white pair mm-hmm. has a really big mesh. In there, you, I don't know if you can see it in some of the pictures, but it's its um, like big mesh, kind of like the New Balance that you're looking at. But anyway, right, it, was, right. it was just a cool take. And then the big dog, it's not really a big dog. I don't know why I put that. It's just the last one. The Jordan 5 Oreo, a.k.a. Moonlight. Yeah, I didn't understand why they changed the name. I saw that. I actually had a pair of those when they were the Oreos, but I guess they had a uh, change of heart and needed a different name. So, yeah, cool, but I mean, I... You don't... Yeah. I, no. Let's get some shit. Let's get some shifts. Let's get some shifts. Let's get some shifts. Now we're going to talk about some shoes that I recently got. I want to get your opinion on them. And uh, I learned from last time. I just did. I put them all up there. Chris is like, I don't get to touch them. So um, <laughs> this is the uh, classic leather legacy AZ. Yeah. Not the Aztec as you schooled me on earlier in the Seattle. Yeah. Se- I call it the Seattle Seahawks colorway. It is. And That's it, the first thing I thought and of. And as like I mentioned I specifically yeah, on your Instagram colorway. page yeah. and on my review, I got it because you had it. Do you still have them? Do you love them? Do you like I do. Them? Um, I like the CL Legacy better. I don't oh, know why. Yeah. I, the fit to me is slightly different. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it was more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to a shoe that recently came out, the uh, Air Jordan 1 Mid Brushstroke. So two questions. It's a mid. What do you care about mids, yes or no? And then what do you think about the shoe in general? I mean, I don't care for the splatter deal overall. I mean, as far as the mids and leg- mids and highs, I think the argument is overblown. Is just it's one of those things that people just run in the ground, like Whataburger versus In and Out, or you know whatever, Kanye versus Drake. But as far as you know, now if, if given the option, I just prefer the highs, both for the cut and for the Nike Air on the tongue. Right, um, yeah. So yeah, that's my preference. The the rage these days have been the foam shoes. You have the uh, Kanye West, the foam runners, the slides. Uh, Jerry Lorenzo, Fear of God, released his. This is the California and the yeah. cement colorway. Do you have an opinion on this silhouette? That's clean. I like it. Being a visual design person, you got to appreciate like really yeah. nice clean lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I totally it. dig it. Yeah. Um, the Jordan Four Lightning. Um, they brought it back. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's just I, I don't think I was really around during that time when the right. when yep. the lightning 
the thunder and lightning, I guess, came mm -hmm, out to where mm -hmm. I don't have that nostalgia for it. Um, I didn't even try for them. I like fours, but I prefer to keep to the OG colorways. So right, yeah. I like them. I think they're cool. I mean, you can't, you know, yellow on a shoe is always cool. Of course, yeah. they can't ever get match the laces with the other, <laughs> just like they did on that. the Michigan and the Iowa Dunks. Right. Just I don't understand. put those super orange laces on a yeah. really yellow shoe, but. It makes zero sense. Yeah, no, I like them. They're cool. Um, Mosh has his own line of shoes, the Mosh yeah. uh, Runner. This is the Badlands colorway. Um, Am what, I able to yeah, good, touch handle it, them? Feel, it, uh, feel the quality of it. It is a $300 USD retailed shoe. So I think it's interesting to see someone known for being kind of a customizer to kind of do their own thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love the fact that he's doing it because of pre-order, so there's really, yeah. you're not going to, nobody's not going to get them. Mm -hmm. However many you order, that's how many are made. You know, design-wise, I think it's interesting. It kind of, I don't know, it's got that mid-90s kind of look to it, yeah, you know, yeah. where, where things were getting a little more aggressive with some paneling and all mm -hmm, that. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I like it. I've, I've been wanting to try them out. I just haven't seen a – I missed out on some of the first ones and uh, haven't quite – I think the last one was the Urban Necessities and the Vegas kind of one, all black, black and that just didn't – Yeah. It didn't yeah. quite get me. So something like this would probably catch one. So, you right. know, I may eventually, but – you know, maybe some other people are going to be doing their own thing soon, right, too. Right, right. So yeah, that, that's, it would be cool to see. Seems to be the rage. It seems to be. Yes! Kids, did anyone pray for giant shoes? I did! Hokily dokily. All right, so just for kicks, we're going to do some fun show, fun questions for you. Yeah. You can call it a speed round or whatever. You don't have to answer so quickly. But what's your favorite sneaker that you own that a lot of people might go, eh, it's a brick or eh, it's not very good or what? Ugh. So I mentioned Saucony earlier. Mm -hmm. I really love the grid web. You know, when that when they first teased the first one coming out, I don't know what it was, it just caught me. It was just it was so different and so nineties to me that it was just it just caught my attention. And Fresh Rags out of Tampa recently did a collab that was really cool. And going back to storytelling, they did a great job. They tied it into saving the manatees with some, mm. you know, sort of uh, conscious marketing along with it and so that pair, I feel like, is very underappreciated. Um, now, the opposite, a shoe that everyone loves and you're just like, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Air Force One, when I, when I bring it back. So this is the Air Force Two. The Air Force One is obviously the one, so it was the first Air Force in the line, but uh, also not a pair that I really like. It's very popular um, in sneaker culture in the sneaker world it's been around forever people love the air force one i'm not a fan at all i've seen some colorways that i like but the air force two i like a lot because you I prefer mean, the two i over prefer the, one. the two uh i just i understand that it's a very classic uh, less than that i understand it's a very classic color you know like silhouette cool i just don't like it i never really have i don't like the chunky midsole but i think what bothers me even more is like you know greg at, at kicking it is a huge air force oh, one yeah. guy has yeah. been forever is this sort of suddenly now it's the shoe that everybody's got to have it's hot it's got to be even though it's been around forever so it's Correct. just you know it's that sort of herd mentality that right that does that but yeah i mean that's the first one that comes to mind that yeah uh, do you have a favorite sneaker of this moment like if someone said what's your favorite sneaker right now you'd say this I don't know. I mean, I'd probably have to go back to like the grid web. I mean, that's one that I'm really liking a lot. Um, I, again, the, the, the dunks, the sort of be true to your school, Syracuse, St. John's, mm -hmm. you know, Kentucky, 
love those, but again, I almost can't wear them for an entire day because they just—they're not—they're no, not comfortable. Not I can at sit all. here and pretend like they are, but if I'm walking around at all, um, but I mean, Club C too, you just right. can't go wrong. So yeah. now you mentioned sometimes you just want to throw on a Club C. Is a Club C your favorite beater of the moment, or is there another? Yeah, silhouette? I mean, it's funny because I. I don't think any of my shoes truly are beaters because I have so many pairs right. and none of them ever get dirty. So people yeah. are, like, are those new? I'm like, no. How do you keep them so clean? Like, well, <laughs> I don't, uh, if I, if you do the math, I could basically wear a different shoe for about a year and a half and correct. never repeat. And so, uh, but mm -hmm. most days I will think about it the night before, go upstairs into the big closet, find, and I always dress from the feet up. Like, yeah. I grab the shoes and then whatever else I wear with it. Is there a shoe that, to use the overused term, a grail, but like the real term grail, you can't, you don't have it, you want it, it's just too expensive, you can't bring yourself to do it, or you just can't find it because they made five pairs? Honestly, I, I've kind of come to despise that term grail, just because <laughs> right. I feel like it's overused, you know? Yeah. It's a shoe that's been out two weeks and it's, this is my grail. Oh, yeah. Like To me, a grail is something that you have searched for, for over years, or, you know, if you listen to, a Jeff Staple or somebody like that that right. talks about traveling continents to go find a shoe when now you snap your fingers, couple of buttons, and two days later FedEx is delivered. Here you go, here's your grail that released last week. Right. So I don't know if that's the best question for me. Ultimately, no. I mean, there's not a shoe that I don't have that I just like, God, I wish I had that. I mean, I think I really liked the Union Ones mm -hmm. and I thought it was funny because people were trashing them so much is calling them like flea market you know yeah. knockoffs and then yeah. suddenly when everybody realized how limited they were everybody had to have them that was the thing um right? i really wish i'd grab those and then you know any of those type of shoes like that you look at like oh at six hundred dollars it seems like ooh, that's a lot and the next thing you know it's twelve hundred fifteen hundred two thousand you just go well it's right that ship has sailed it's gone i'm not getting them but i guess i mean i i don't even know that i would would pay the price sell multiple right. you know yeah I, mean, I know you'd said that you would yeah, I sold like six to seven pairs of Yeezys. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I'm not going to fault you, but I just, I don't. Again, sure. going back to, I've got so many pairs, but I could probably easily condense those four to five hundred pairs into a hundred or less of shoes that I really want. But, right. Oh well. Um, you, you've talked a little bit already about Travis Scotts and Dunks and etc. Do you have any quote-unquote final thoughts on sneaker culture and resellers and bots or just the state of shoes as we are right now? Like I said, I don't mean to come across as like a cranky old man or anything because I'm I'm not, and I've come to appreciate what is considered sneaker culture, and I've made a lot of good friends, a lot of good connections, and you know I've done that. I just I feel like sometimes I try and bring some levity to the situation and a little bit of uh, reality, I guess, um, of kind of here's what it is. Don't get caught up in it. Here's right. what it is. Um, you know, you and I had talked about, and I, I mentioned earlier, you know, the, there's no resale if there's not someone willing to pay the price. So you can't fault that. And how many people do we probably both know who have younger kids, and we can say kids because that have, you know, started to open businesses and do things with this. I mean, how does that pop up? So you can't really criticize that so much for someone being entrepreneurial right. and doing that. Yep. But the other hand, there, you know... It's only got it, it can only outlast so long because everything's cyclical. Yeah, it's not going to stay that way. But you know, what better way for some of these kids to learn business and all those things versus you know that you probably wouldn't even learn in college versus real life experiences to say I can always go back to college. I can always go right. do this, but yep. I can't do this right now. Here's what I know. I have an opportunity to do that. So I appreciate that. Um, I think it's taken away from some of the fun of things of. 
like I said earlier, how things can be so difficult to get when they shouldn't be. But, you know, that's up to you and how you let that affect you and your being versus, like I said, just going, oh, well, move on. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I at our age, we don't really probably need to impress anybody with what shoes we have on our feet. I can't cash in my Instagram <laughs> followers, go to the bank and try and get a loan or anything. I mean, it's just, right. you have to keep perspective. And I think that's the other thing is that people, I want to be an influencer. I want to, you know, get like to what end, like, you know, just yeah. to say that you did in order to get it. And, you know, when people ask me, that's, again, going back to the finally something different, like, do something that makes you stand out. Mm -hmm. Don't be like everybody else, but be original. And I feel like that's something that's helped me along the way totally. is sincerity and originality come across. And, you know, I have people say, well, you need to figure out how to monetize, you know, this. Like, I know, but then it becomes a job and I already have a job. Right. I yeah. enjoy this. So as soon as it becomes something I feel like I have to do, then it's not fun anymore. And I don't, it's not a hobby. It's not something fun. And then it's a job and I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. So there's just something so liberating about being at a point where we are, where you just don't really have to care. Yeah. Like I don't really care. I mean, I wear sneakers every day of the week, unless it's a wedding or a funeral, I wear sneakers every day and yep. it work into my own business, wherever I go, client events, I wear sneakers and you know, people see that and recognize it, but I'm not thinking like, oh, who am I gonna see today? I better wear these because I'm gonna see so-and-so. Like, right. I just don't care. And there's something cool about that. Yeah. You've kind of reached this nerve sneaker nirvana, right? They'll call it, of where just you just enjoy them for what they are. Mm -hmm. Well, that does it for today's episode of Let's Kick It. Um, you, you have a lot, of, a lot of hot takes, some lukewarm takes, whatever. <laughs> but if you don't know Sneaker Grandpa, then these are hot. But if you follow you on your Instagram, yeah. then these are just things Probably that not you a lot say of surprises. on Instagram TV or any of those kinds I of things. I didn't come out big on the, on the Travis Scott, surprisingly. You yeah, thought I was. Here. You thought I was going to be all in on yeah, that. I thought for sure you were going to be, this, that's my boy. Those are those shoes. I've got all of them. Send me pairs. Yeah. But let us know in the comment section down below, as they like to say, um, what, what you think about what we talked about today and maybe who or what you want to hear or see on future episodes. And so my, my special thanks to our special guest, Mr. Grandpa. Cheers. Um, oh, yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. All the way. Um, the governor's uh, security will let you out. Um, just they know sure. me. And of course, thanks to everyone out there for tuning in and checking out the channel. So uh, to all of you out there, wherever you are, thanks for watching. Stay tuned to Just Chill till the next episode.